Hey guys, uh, welcome to the Professional Development Podcast. We talk about 75 hard uh, tips and tricks for success, why we did the program, how it impacted our lives, uh, and why Bobby is a bitch and to see if third time is a charm for 75 hard. <laughs> oh man. Hey guys, welcome to the Professional Development Podcast. Today's episode number 94. Uh, and we've got myself, which is Matt. We've got Bobby and Hello. Sal uh, kicking it with us today. Um, you probably won't hear a lot of Sal because he didn't. He he got the wrong notes for the episode of uh, what we're talking about. So today, you can talk about passive income if you want. We are going to hit on seventy-five hard. Um, something that I've done. Bobby's currently going through um, for a second, maybe third time. Um, Basically, <laughs> our, our, our personal. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> our, if Andy Frisella wouldn't have put out that fucking thing in the middle of me doing seventy-five hard that said fucking golf, I would have done seventy-five hard. That's, that's true. That's true. And he just he changed the rules midway through because he sucks at golf. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about our personal reviews of seventy-five hard, uh, and then tips <laughs> and tricks for success, which obviously only I can give tips and tricks for success, but. Bobby, I'm sure we'll have some input. So what the fuck ever? <laughs> what the fuck ever? We'll get it rolling with uh, with quotes. And so this could be about 75 hard discipline or anything related to the subject. Bobby, what do you have? So I have uh, I do have an Andy Frisella uh, quote. So uh, I was from one of his daily uh, emails that he sends. It's uh, he said. It's not that successful people are always motivated to go do the shit they need to get done. They are just disciplined enough to see shit through, whether they are motivated to do it or not. So um, makes me think about 75 hard a, a lot just because you got the same six or so tasks that you have to complete every single day and it can be monotonous at times, but even on those days where you feel like shit or you don't want to do something, you got to do them or else you fail. Um, and I don't think enough people, they are just doing things when they feel motivated to do them and don't realize that they actually have to take action in order to get what they want. And do them on the days when they're not motivated, right? Correct. Yeah. What okay. you got? So I uh, I have a quote by a guy named Steve Maraboli, Dr. Steve Maraboli, and his life doesn't get easier or more forgiving. We get stronger and more resilient. And so I was actually thinking about that a lot lately uh, based off some personal like PRs that I've hit. But then when you go through 75 hard, it's like, okay, the it doesn't get easier uh, to do the workouts, right? It just, you get stronger. Like you're more capable of doing the workouts. The weights don't get easier or less heavy. Like you just get stronger in each of those. Um, the pages don't get easier to read. You just develop the mental capability to read faster and comprehend better. Um, so that's a good one. And that's one of the, the biggest lessons that I learned in the program. Love it. Yep. Um, I would say books, pod. Do you have anything on that really besides there's, 75 hard book? There's the 75 hard book is fine and everything, but I, I recommend this book all the time. And it's the one that I'm starting out with right now. Relentless solution focus. It just, the mindset of there's always a solution, always going to be a solution on that or anything related. Like the power of habit is another one of my favorite books by Charles Duhigg. So anything that's going to force creating habits and just, being solution focused, I think is are good books to read, but those are two that I'd recommend. Yeah, for sure. Uh, mine was just going to be the 75 hard book. I mean, we'll, there's a lot like the compound effect. There's a lot of different yeah. ones that we could just roll into the one thing, right? Like um, there's a lot of books that relate to the program, but I would say if you're looking for 75 hard, like just get the book. Um, but don't expect anything because the book is so terribly written. 
I don't know if you thought pages? that whenever you went through. Sal, you don't have anything to say. You've never read the book. Shut the fuck up. I was asking if there's 75 <laughs> pages on it. You read 75 pages? No, is there 75 pages in the book? No. Okay, then just ask. All right, all right. Just be prepared. Yeah. It's not a great read, but well, you just got to decipher through the terrible grammar well, if you're so, a grammar so, Nazi like me. Most of me, like so much of me feels like Andy Frisella did that on purpose just to see who could power through it. Um, but if you ever read it again. I did. I was, I did see like the the misspellings and the grammar errors and all that. Uh, honestly, I loved it though because it was the first book I was reading on 75 Hard and it's so spaced out and the wording is so big that getting through 10 pages was a fucking cakewalk. So I didn't mind it too much. It's almost like reading a fucking picture book. It was, and those are you, my, so you, my types of books. So you, are you saying that you failed 75 hard because you didn't read a real 10 pages? How many words were on each page? You know what? We won't, uh, actually, Rich, can you cut that? <laughs> um, so I figure before we get into like the meat and potatoes of this, uh, for those of you that don't know, we're just going to explain what 75 hard is. 75 Hard Program, uh, it was created by Andy Frisella as a transformational mental toughness program uh, where for 75 straight days, you must follow a diet designed for your goals, which includes no alcohol or cheat meals. Uh, you complete two 45-minute workouts. So two 45-minute workouts, one of which has to be outside. Drink a gallon of water, read 10 pages of a self-improvement book, and take a progress picture. On the surface, this is a program that... Um, that obviously looks like it's for health and fitness, which obviously your health and fitness definitely improve, but he promotes it as a mental toughness program. Couldn't agree more, uh, but let's kind of uh, roll into the other questions because that kind of sets the stage for it. So it's, why did you decide to do 75 hard and then decide to do it again? And then and then I, now you're trying to do it again. So first off, fuck you again. Um, I've had to say fuck you to everyone except for Rich now. So Rich, don't make me do it. Uh, so back in March of uh, 2020, uh, I was still with my ex and uh, I wanted to do 75 hard. I came across the program and was thinking, oh, this would be great to do. And then I read through all the rules and I was like, no alcohol. It's like, well, I can't do this. <laughs> like, right. there's no way. And I was thinking, like, I could do it and just drink. Like, that'd be okay, right? And I remember bringing it up to my ex and her just being like, yeah, you're never going to be able to do that. So, first off, that showed me that I was not with the right person. Um, and then whenever I stopped drinking just a couple months later, June of 2020, um, I was looking at this again. And I was like, well, I don't do the the one thing that really kept me from doing this in the first place, which was the drinking. For that, so for me, that was the most difficult thing initially. Uh, and the reason I did it the first time uh, round was I did want to lose weight. I didn't really see it so much of a mental toughness type challenge. Uh, it was more of a, how can I go from being a fat ass to back to where I was uh, in, in college and early after college. And now... Um, this second slash third go round on it. It's more so trying to get that six inches between uh, my ears back on track. Uh, as far as just getting more routine focused, I've been so all over the place meetings that are just not really focused on what's going to move my business forward or what's going to make me better. So trying to get into some better habits here. And that's, so that's the main reason why I'm going through this now. And if I look in the mirror, I know I'll look in the mirror in 75 days and I'll look better than I did. But uh, what, they won't see. And I think what a lot of people don't realize what they get out of this is the, the mental, uh, excuse me, the mental aspect of yeah. everything. And so just to give like everybody else context, I'm giving Bobby shit here, but Bobby completed 75 hard his first time around. Like 
this was wait what this this was before <laughs> this was before like I mean it is what it is like this is before like we like nobody read the book no I don't even think we knew that there was a book at the time it just said like all these things they weren't and, available and then in the stores and then Bobby you know uh, once or twice a week would go out and golf for four hours. Uh, and count that as one of his workouts. Well, I would um, walk 18 holes. And he would so walk. I just want to say that I would yeah. walk 18 holes. He would walk 18 holes, right? Which is a lot, which is obviously walking and more physical activity than any type of four hour or than any type of 45 minute walk, right? Um, it just so happened that it just sucks that we ended up having Andy Frisell on the podcast and Andy Frisell was like, yeah, fuck you, dude. You did not, you did not do your program. And he, he told me I failed. And uh, yeah, so that was that was the motivation to get back and do it the second time. Then the second time I, I was I was a total bitch. Oh, second, and get, put, the, put it on me for a second. Okay, second time, you were a big ass bitch. You, you were such was, a fucking bitch. I was 58 and I was, days in, dude. We were doing it. I know. We were doing it together. I know. We literally were doing it together. 58 days in. And, and he stopped because... Uh, is your girlfriend came in town? Yeah, so she, it was her, it was her first time in St. Louis. And it, what's the stupidest part of all of this is I went to New Orleans a month before. Well, and it was my first time going to see her, um, and meeting her family and all that. And I still did 75 hard. I still ate good. I still got my workouts in, got my gallon of water, read my pages, all that stuff. And then she came here and the whole thing was, I have to show out St. Louis. And I was like, well, how can I show out St. Louis without going to Emo's and getting a pizza or going to Bush Stadium and getting nacho tots, right? Or yeah, tachos. And uh, I was a total bitch. I was 58 days in. I had fucking 17 days left. I had a little bit over two weeks and Shelby is still mad at me that I did that. This was not a Shelby decision. This was me being a bitch decision. So I did listen to my bitch voice. Uh, my boss voice did not, or my beast voice did not reign supreme. So here I am uh, two years after I had originally started the first time. And I, I'll admit, I have not completed 75 hard yet, but this is, uh, this is the, this is the time. Today's day 10. Nice. So I think, and Bobby, this goes along with a lot of what you were doing. Uh, and I think this is the reason everybody kind of looks to 75 hard to start whatever is looking for a change. Um, I've always been a pretty involved person, you know, at the time, business owner, real estate on the side, podcast, book club, uh, got out to some networking events anyway, but it's like, I also was getting kind of taxed out, like being the weekend warrior, right? Like living for the weekend. So it was like nonstop. And then I wasn't really seeing progress in these areas. So I talked about this before. It's, you can call it an existential crisis. You can call it whatever, but it's like, I was looking for more meaning in life. And I was like, okay, what would it be like if I just took away the booze? right? Completely. And, uh, and focused on nothing but the good habits for 75 days. I remember whenever we were originally starting this and it was me, Colin, Brad, and Dan all starting this. And back we- in, Back in the, the shady spot. At the, oh, at, uh, the overtime studio. Mm -hmm. uh, bam, 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 yep. uh, with all the sound effects and shit. Uh, I remember sitting there and we we're saying, hey, we're going to do this. And I specifically remember you saying, I will not do this. I like my white claws too much. I like, I like and my I seltzers. Can, you like your seltzers? <laughs> like I, we have to go back and find that clip from, it, it would have had to have been our first five episodes, but yeah, that was it, man. And then, yeah, you've clearly been smashing it since. I mean, completed the whole, the whole Live Hard program. So. Oh, for sure. So what to you, dog. Yeah, I appreciate that. So being that you've done this a handful of times or attempted a handful of times, you've obviously <laughs> been in the thick of things. And I'm not trying to make fun of you, but you, Whatever, know, you were a bitch that last time. What, Definitely not going to deny that. But there's a lot of learning that goes 
along with that. So what are the biggest lessons that you've learned from the program? So uh, it's it's interesting because there's, there's so much to it and people see doing something for 75 days as incredibly difficult. And it is to be that consistent around so many different things. Um, what it's helped me do the most is be really good with my time management. Um, so like this go around, like I my alarm goes off at like four. I have, I'm a weird person with my timers I or my alarms. I, it's like 4.58 AM is when my first alarm goes off. 5.01 is my second one. And then by 5.05, I'm, I'm reading my book. Yep. Right. So, and then, and then as soon as I'm done with that, I go for my first workout. Um, so as far as just, it's just really gotten me into really good routines. Um, and getting your day started off with a workout has been the, probably one of the most important things for me, but I don't know. It, there's so much self-development, like the books that you read, you just find yourself consuming a lot of content that is good. And it made me realize how much shitty content I was consuming before this. Um, and we really, we are what we watch and what we listen to. So if you wake up every morning and turn on Fox News or CNN um, uh, versus doing something for yourself, you'll notice, I don't know, I just noticed a significant difference in my day. Yeah, 100%. How about you? So uh, i noticed that I've never done anything besides like eat, sleep, and maybe shit for like 75 days straight, <laughs> like nothing. Um, and so that's kind of crazy to me. Like when we talk about the compound effect, it's like, that's real. Like doing something that's going to move the needle in your life forward, whether it's a, from a health perspective, or a personal or spiritual development, uh, the 75 straight days, it's like, that is probably the biggest game changer. It's like, if you can take one thing out of that, it's like pick one thing in your life, whatever's going to help you move the needle and try doing that. I've, same thing as you. Um, it's like the um, the tough days, obviously, like those were game changers for me. Um, I started to really enjoy the outdoor workouts uh, that were in the shittiest conditions. So it's like dumping rain, there's a foot of snow on the ground or, or your day got fucked and you got to do like that walk run or whatever at midnight. Yep. I actually realized that I was enjoying those. Now, now although when I started, I might not have been necessarily enjoying them. Like as soon as I got in the mix of it, I was like, boom, endorphins kicked in. I felt a lot better. And it was cool to think about. Andy talks about this where it's like, it's a cool feeling when you know nobody else, like everybody else is using that as an excuse not to go out and do something. And you're one of the really, really small percentage of people that are actually doing it. So you're already a small percentage by getting out there and working out. Like when you do it under shitty conditions, that's uh, that's that's just a cool feeling. Uh, and I don't know any other way to explain it. So. I feel the same way. Just the other day, uh, I was so I have two guys doing it with me. I got um, I got uh, this guy on my team, Bryson, and then kid on his team, Kevin, all doing it and kind of like accountability buddies mm -hmm. on this. And I was out for uh, my morning workout, and I texted them, and I was like, "Does anyone else feel like they're fucking king shit right now?" And this was like day seven, yep. and I just felt same way. It was just like there's like there were some people out getting a workout in in the morning and stuff like that, but um, for the overwhelming majority, you are a very small percentage of people that are choosing to start their day like that. Yeah. Big time. So, and you, um, least let's go. Yeah. Let's go favorite and least favorite parts about the program. Uh, Sal, let's kick it to you for a second. What do you, what would be the reasons that you would want to do 75 hard? And then what would be the reasons that you would not want to do 75 hard? Like if you had to pick like the, the most difficult part, you don't think you could get over. Oh, the reading part. Yeah. It's just um, not like a big novelist guy. So like I'll read like articles and stuff, but like from what you guys were saying, like you got to read a book, 10 pages. I was like, all right, I'm not too... Wait, what's a... what Define novelist. Like 
I don't know, like, what kind of books do you read? Like, is it just, like, books on, like, self? You know how you've listened to, like, all of our podcast episodes? Yeah. Uh, we've interviewed a ton of people that have their own books, and we've read a ton of yeah, their books. So you, yeah, those yeah like Bedros Koulian, Dr. Jason Selk, you know, Andy Frisella's got a book, too. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, and then, shoot, Shep Hyken. I mean, the list goes on. Connor Beaton has a book coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, like any of those kinds of books, I know. But I feel like, I, like I'll listen better to like audio. You know, I just can't like. For me, it's like it's hard for me to. So that will be the that will be the number one hardest part. Not the alcohol. Not the follow a diet plan. Not the not the workouts. Not the gallon of water. I feel like I could do fine. You could smash those. those. Yeah. So just so just, you, just so the, you know, a novel is like a fictitious book. Yeah. So. So I, just, I like how you Googled novel. <laughs> <laughs> I looked over and I was like, this guy didn't just come up with well, saying like, fictitious book. No. Like, he straight up Googled the definition it, I, of a novel. I thought it <laughs> I'm trying to roast me, roast him. I thought it I thought it was I thought it was fictitious. Not 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 in that exact word, obviously. And I was like, okay, if I'm gonna make fun of Sal, I better be right when I make fun of Sal. <laughs> I thought the same thing. You hear novel and you think like fucking, I don't know, some Lord of the Rings type shit. Yeah. So, Bobby, uh, favorite and least favorite part about the program? Uh, so, favorite. Um, so, my favorite, actually, one of them is the reading uh, because it gives me a reason to read every single day. Like, I won't choose to read unless I'm doing something like this. So, that's where I think 75 Hard has been a huge help. So, trying to get into the habit of that and um, hopefully continue that on after 75 Hard, which, by the way, this is the year of Live Hard. For Bobby D, I will do the whole Live Hard whole program, program, phase one through three after. Fuck yeah. Um, and then the uh, least, so should I go least favorite part? Yeah. Uh, so least favorite part, at least initially, was following a diet plan because I had no idea what to do. I was just like, how do you, f-? I've never followed a diet plan in my life for the most part. Uh, my my metabolism was really good. And then I worked really hard against it for from years like, 26 to 30. Um, and the compound effect of, eating like shit, getting high every day, drinking all the time. It, next thing you know, you go from 205 to weighing 260, you know? And it's just like overnight, I'm like, I looked at pictures of myself yesterday just because we were talking about how fat I used to be. Me and Dan Parrish were talking about it up at Concord for some reason. Nice. And uh, I was pulling up these pictures and I was showing him and I was like, God, I really looked fucking awful. How did I not look at myself earlier and think that I wasn't okay? Oh, even in Colorado, like it, because you know how like you get these pictures that pop up on your iPhone? Yeah. And it's like, they'll just be like random. Like a lot of times the one pops up when you and I are like climbing up that like little mountain or whatever, or like hiking up that mm-hmm. mountain. And you, yeah, you, bro, you definitely, you look a little chunk. Yeah, dude. And that was even, that was after um, I had gotten through all that stuff. So even since then, uh, yeah, that was, that was probably the biggest thing is just making sure that, making sure that I was eating the right things. Um, and then the compound effect of eating the right things over the last couple of years, um, been able to maintain where I've been at. Obviously now I want to go a little bit further, further past it, but, um, yeah. How about you face, uh, favorite, least favorite? Um, so this isn't, this is up there and I, you know, I'd just be like, I'd be lying if I didn't say like one of the top things was when I got on like the in body scan and it said I was 5.7% body fat. Um, like three quarters through 75 hard. Like that was pretty fucking cool. Get fucking horny. Yep. Because like a year prior to that, my goal was just to get under 10% at some point. So that was cool. Uh, I got to mention that, but realistically, the number flex. one thing was during flex, like <laughs> literal and fi- and, <laughs> um, and figurative. So phase one. 
So to me, like the different phases when you start incorporating that stuff, like into, so each, in each phase, when I picked uh, three other critical tasks, I had one that was financial, one that was business related and one that was like spiritually related, right? And so doing those things, those were the big, like those, cause those are the reasons that I did 75 hard to begin with was to like clear the clutter and get better in all areas of my life. So doing those critical tasks for 30 straight days and one of them, it was like 42 because I had messed up on phase one. Like that was probably the coolest thing to me. And then actually on the other side of that coin, uh, on phase three, there was a task, a critical task that I picked that I just was not seeing returns. Not even I wasn't seeing returns on. I was just like, I picked the wrong thing. So when I had to like continue to do that every fucking day and I was just like, there's like, like I realized it was the wrong intention. It was wrong, whatever. It was just like, outreaching people on LinkedIn that I realized like we're not going to help or benefit me. Uh, so I would, I actually ended up like outreaching a bunch of people that replied and said that they were down to grab coffee. And then I just didn't reply back. <laughs> I mean, I felt like a dick, but I was just like, fuck, like, I don't like, there's like, there's no benefit for either of us. And you know, you know what I mean? And so it's like, I don't know. I I'd probably not the best way to go about that, but yeah, just to kind of give you, did some, it. give you some context. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I still did it. So my least favorite part is like, if you pick something and there's really, I get why you have to stick to it, but it's just like, I felt that I could have picked something better that really had returns and, and it wasn't that. So um, speaking of tips, um, somebody who is thinking about doing 75 hard, um, what would you say to them? Like, um, what what tips would you give them? What would be the, the biggest advice that you would give uh, both from like a, a, really any perspective? So, uh, Anyone who's thinking about doing it, or if you've thought about it uh, before, odds are there's something in your life that you are not happy with, right? Um, I know for me, like just in what we were just talking about, for me initially, it was um, I was I was fat and I wanted to get into better shape. For you, you were like, I want to limit, I want to eliminate some alcohol, right? This go round for me, it's I want to be sharper and get back into a better routine. Right. So if you're thinking about this, there's a reason. So probably a good idea to ask yourself, why do I think this is a good idea for me to do this right now? I think that is a super good thing to do. Um, but then as far as other tips on this, if there's anything on there that you do not feel like you are good at or that you do not have a good handle on, whether that's a diet or you're not sure how much water you're consuming, buy a buy a gallon jug I shoot I oh shit I carry this with me everywhere that I go um, and not I a sponsor been, not a sponsor uh, this is just from Amazon um, or like for me I didn't know how to file follow a diet plan whatsoever so I hired a nutrition coach I spent three hundred dollars did all these different measurements I was able to text her any time of day and say hey is this good hey is that good um, and that was and that was really helpful so and then get creative too like the first go round I feel like I did the, a lot of the same thing for all my workouts um, especially when I was losing weight um, that was those were a lot of walks for me and that eventually turned into walk runs um, get creative with those Google 45 minute workout ideas, YouTube, those different things. But um, the only thing stopping people on this is themselves. Um, I've been a victim of that, obviously. But uh, yeah, you just got to figure out why this is important to you and then uh, choose whether you want to go all in or not. Yeah. What about you? I agree. I agree with all those. I think preparation is key. Um, I think before you can get and understand your diet, like all like understand your limitations. I agree with that 100%. So I won't get into those. Um, two things that I have. One, get to day 21. 
So, so many fucking people that I've talked to uh, have majority fail in the first week, right? Like they're get they get through that. They do the first like handful of days, and then they get to an opportunity where they can drink, and then they're just like fuck, like literally like eleven more weeks of this or whatever the fuck it is. Um, get to day twenty one, break it down into more manageable chunks. Because if you can get to, and this is even like, there's a little bit of science, like it's between 21 and 65 days, depending on like what the habit is, like to get yourself in a habit and get yourself in a groove. If you can just tell yourself, let me get to day 21, then I can allow myself to really decide from there if I want to go through or not. That's going to help immensely, right? Especially because majority of the time that you do this, some type of curveball gets thrown at you, like at the very beginning to try to fuck you up. For me, it was a small house fire. Do you remember that? Yep. Day and one. You uh, you came and stayed with me for a night. Yeah. I had to stay within, I had to stay at four different places in the first four nights, 75 hard, back and forth to where I'm changing clothes, going to work, staying at somebody's house. It was a clusterfuck. But that's the other, that's the one thing. The other thing, use the app and post on social media. So I don't care who the fuck you are, unless you're a completely narcissistic person, you care about what other people think. <laughs> like you care to some extent what other people think. Everybody knows what 75 hard is. And so if you're posting and you realize that you're on day seven or 14 or whatever it is, and you're thinking about throwing in the towel, it's going to go through your head like, hey, everybody I follow on Instagram is going to notice that I'm not putting up stories and it stopped after X amount of day. That's not a bad thing. Use that as a motivator and use that to, uh, to help you through the program. So those are my big things. So I love that. And I'll add one more thing to that is... Uh, don't be a perfectionist. I remember the last go round whenever I bitched out. Uh, the very first day, I had this really good intention to go for a hike, and my calf was fucking with me. And I was like, oh, my calf feels like shit. I can't do this. And then I was like, well, I can just go for a walk. I was like, I'm just going to go for a walk on a flat surface. I was like, I, because I, I literally, whenever I was going up the elevation, I had to turn halfway down or like up the hill yep. and then went back down, went home, and then went for a walk after that. I know Dan's talked multiple times about like, oh, if I'm going to do it, like, I'm going to have to go like really hard on every single workout, right? Like, I got to go. It's, he'd be doing like, whether it's a cycle bar and then go do something else that's like high intensity. That's not mm. what 75 hard is about. It's about building a routine, being disciplined enough to be intentional about going for that 45 minute workout. So, um, if you, there's going to be some days where you just are going to check the box and it's not going to be a perfect workout. Um, and, um, I mean, obviously with a diet plan, no cheat meals as far as that's concerned, but maybe you don't eat like your favorite, like, your favorite foods in that day. And like, for me, the other night I had to get to my protein goal that I have. My 220 grams of protein is my diet plan goal. And I had two Buffalo burgers at fucking 10 PM that I had to get there. I was 60, I needed 67 more. So I had protein bar. The two Buffalo burgers were 25, uh, grams of protein each. They were frozen. I had to defrost them, which took about 15 minutes. And then I cooked them. Whenever I cooked them, I did not cook them all the way. And then I had to zap them in the microwave and they were fucking disgusting. And I was like, this sucks. This is an awful way to end my, my meals for the day, but I hit my protein goal. So whatever it takes, don't be a perfectionist. Just get it the fuck done and go to the next day. That's a, that's a really good one. And yeah, that's actually one where I disagree with Andy Frisella. It, it, not, not disagree necessarily, but he, him and Ben Newman are like, I never fucking walk. Like I never do a fucking walk. And it's like, I, you know, some days I'll go out there and I'll burn literally 3000 calories between my, my active workout, my like late weightlifting. And then the amount of volleyball that I'm playing. So my next day, it's like, I'm fucking walking and I'm not throwing on a vest. Mm -hmm. Right. 
So it's like, and it depends on your level of fitness. But anyway, Bobby, you hit the nail on the head. Don't be a perfectionist. Just get it done. Just make sure, just know some days you're going to check the box, but you're still going to check a box that would have never been checked before you started that program. Uh, so we have an OnlyFans inquiry. Um, I will read it. Uh, Bobby, I'll let you read it because you know the people and they sent it. So Yeah. So uh, this one is from uh, one of my buddies. He said, here's a, here's a legit question as if he was going to ask a non-legit question. Something that I fear, uh, him and his uh, wife, they said, I don't drink a ton, um, but we do it to relieve stress. She's a partner at a law firm, high-level stress job. I have a full-time job in media, plus own media company, plus his other company, 314. So I think he was trying to get this in here to like, you know, maybe advertise a little bit. So not a sponsor Shameless yet, but plug. good try, Andrew. Uh, so three jobs, also very stressful. Oh, and he said, oh, and Max, his son, who is a handful himself, how do you cope with stress during 75 hard working out doesn't always relieve that stress. So- You want to kick it off? Or you-, it, you you want to go? You want to go for it? Have you been thinking about it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, go for it. And yeah. then I'll chime in. So if Anya Fursell was here, he'd probably tell you to quit being a pussy and just do it. Uh, and he'd probably say, um, "Damn!" They're, they're, no, he's probably just. Say, and then he'd probably say that there's people who have a lot more going on uh, than you, and actually did the program. Uh, the 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 first one, I'm not going to say that, right? The the latter part, I'd probably agree with. Uh, but realistically, although I agree with the second part, I'm just going to say 75 hard isn't for everyone. Uh, and I'm not like saying this in a like I'm built different kind of way, right? Like I'm not like, oh, like yeah. Like that guy who cracks that egg on yes. his bicep and I'm says, I'm built, built different. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this goes back to, Bobby, this goes back to what you said. And it's, if you're thinking about doing 75 hard, the number one thing I'd ask is why do you want to do 75 hard? <laughs> are you out of shape? Are you drinking too much? Um, are you looking for more control in your life? Uh, or do you just feel like something needs to change? Uh, I'm a firm believer that there's more than one ways to skin a cat. Um, and, and I don't think it has to be 75 hard. You know, I think there are multiple catalysts that you can take. I believe 75 hard 100% changed my life and was great. Everything about it between the personal accountability, the big group that does it, right? Uh, the fact that there's a book, the fact that, you know, one of my favorite people in terms of self-development started the program, like all these things contributed to it um, and definitely shifted my mindset. You don't have to do the program to make those changes, but you have one of three options, right? You do 75 hard, one. Uh, number two, Google challenges that you can do during whatever the fuck's going on in your life. You know, maybe you're just busy. Maybe you're super stressed. Or you can call it an existential crisis and you're looking for more purpose. Um, or the third one, and this is going to be the super unpopular opinion, uh, and I'm going to go with do a modified version of 75 hard that you can actually stick to. Uh, and And realistically, it's like, to the point, uh, the point of this is to change, right? So whatever helps you get better in life, you know, without causing a mental breakdown is going to be good for you. And who gives a fuck what other people say, right? Even if that means that like you can do everything in there besides a second workout or like besides an outdoor workout or whatever it is, like just do it as if it's going to get the job done of what you want to accomplish. Just know and accept the fact that you can't tell people you actually did 75 hard or <laughs> Annie Purcell Fairy will come in and kill you in your fucking sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I agree with all that and I love that. Uh, I Well, if they're going to do some sort of modified version of it, it's don't modify different things on a daily basis and say, oh, I, I think there's certain things that you should stick to, right? I, I think you should stick to the no alcohol, right? I think you should stick to the no cheat meals. If you're going to adjust anything, like 
there's people that like Shelby may never drink a gallon of water in a day in her life, right? Like drink a half gallon, like commit to commit to a certain amount, or like you said, the the workout or something along those lines. There's certain things that I feel like should be non-negotiables, even if you do modify it, because at the end of the day, if you can't go without having a drink or doing something like that, I think that that's a that's a different type of problem. And Andrew's one of my best buds, but. Uh, if the alcohol is, you see that as a stress reliever at the end of the day, um, at the end of the day, alcohol is a poison. It is a, it is a toxin that is not going to make you feel better. So there are other stress relievers. I'd say if that's something that you find as a stress reliever for yourself, there's gotta be something else. Um, and exercise, uh, maybe it's not the fit for everyone, but maybe there's something else in there. Maybe it's meditation. Maybe it's reading a book about how to, uh, find other ways to relieve stress. I, I don't know. Um, and then on the other side, obviously life is very busy. Um, it's all about time management. So right now, like for Andrew, it sounds like there's a lot of things like, and he is busy, right? He's he works for a different company. He owns his own apparel brand. Um, I know Lacey is incredibly busy at, uh, as partner at the law firm. So, um, trying to find the time to do those specific things, getting up earlier. Um, so you can knock those things out earlier. I think it is 100% possible and everything that any excuse that people make is exactly that it's, it's an excuse. So if it's important to you, like Matt said, figure out why it's important to you. And if it's that important to make that change, go all in. So, yeah. Oh, and, I, and I'm going to agree with most of that, but also disagree on the, like the, if they want to keep drinking in their lives, but they can, they're not doing a lot of it and it's, they can limit or whatever, not even limit it. It's like, if that's not the issue, right? Because a lot of people do it because they can't give up the booze, right? So if that's the issue, like just a hundred percent cut that out. But it's like, if it's like the, you know, uh, like a spiritual aspect, right? Like, you know, plug in like journaling or something. Like I said, like find something that you can do that you have, that you're supposed to do for 30, 60, 75, 90, whatever days those are, like tailored to what you can do. Uh, but like, like Bobby and I both said, like the big thing is figure out why you want to do it and which areas you really want to make the, the biggest changes in your life and then structure those daily habits and disciplines around that. I love it. Yep. Cool. Uh, we are already running on time. So uh, we're out of here, guys. Sorry, if, Rich. If you have uh, if you have any questions, hit us on Instagram. Um, if you enjoy the content that we're putting out in any way, shape, or form, share it with a friend. Also, leave us a five-star review on any of the major platforms. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Pace. Deuces. Ooh.